Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ and Vaya. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are a Neighbors recap podcast. We dissect episodes of the Australian soap opera. Typically, it's a form of self-care, except for this week. It's impossible. So we're just doing it out of obligation, I guess. I'm Vaya. I have trouble suspending disbelief. Kate is here. She walked down the aisle to Charlene and Scott's wedding song. Iconic. Iconic. Move. Iconic episode, I guess. Iconic suite of episodes. I have to admit, I did not wear baby's breath in my hair, though, or a perm. That's um. Classic 90s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, that very cat day night. I'm just getting my dates straight because we've crossed into a new month of 2024. So I want to make sure I shout out the correct date. And yeah, tonight's episode was, in fact, the 80th episode of the new series. Okay, good. It's a cursed number, I guess. The 29th of Jan is when the week kicked off. Look, uh, I don't have notes tonight. We're going to do vibes pod, vibes based pod. I couldn't. I couldn't go back and write notes after I watched Thursday. We're just going to see where the wind blows us, Kate. I guess we start from the end and work backwards <laughs> because I'm a little bit shell-shocked after what I watched tonight. I mean, we had a bit of speculation after Brett last week and we all basically said, oh, yeah, it's going to be Dr. Naka who dies. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out we were right. And that did not soften the blow. <laughs> Knowing ahead of time. No, there were some jagged objects. No, no, nothing got softened. I um, have known for months, I guess, because it's the sort of thing where people just jumped into my mentions instantly. No matter where you commented, someone was like, oh, David's going to die. And so I was just copying that from all angles. And because Takaya was mentioned in some interview that he, the storyliners were going to kill him off because Takaya wasn't going to return, before the revival and then so now I guess they brought them back just to kill him. And we've, we've said that from basically since they've gotten married, haven't we, that the only way either of them are leaving the show is through dying. Mm. Or polyamory is what I would have hoped. That could have been another fun way to introduce some spice. But no, alas. Um, so I'm in, a, I'm in a strange place with this one because obviously it was a gripping episode. It was a harrowing it was uh, intense performances from all parties and we'll explain what happened. But um, I'm just mainly angry. Mm. I don't want trauma porn when I relax of an evening. My kids were scared watching it. I actually sent them to their room to play in there. Also, moving into into my 40s, you just the encounters with death are far more frequent than they were in my 30s. So, I, I mean, top tip, stay away from... Aging. Edges of cliffs. (laughs) Um, But my point is the trigger point for Neighbours is high when we're going to deal with grief storylines and I don't want them. I don't want them unless they're camp. Because like KB came in after putting our son to bed and I was crying on the couch. He's like, what's wrong? Like genuinely, what's wrong with you? And I said, they killed David. I was going to say that the list is long. I know. Like pull up a pew, mate. If you don't know by now. (laughs) Um, I go, they killed David. And he goes, oh, but. You knew that. I thought it was going to be like hack and camp. It was, look, to be honest, it was surprise. It was a surprise the way he died, wasn't it? Sure was. Because 
So let's let's go back. They, the young lovebirds, the married couple, and Nicolette <laughs> headed off bush. Sit right back and you hear a tale, tale of a fateful trip. What have you got there, Kate? What have you pulled up over there? I took a screenshot of the um, booking confirmation. Oh, well, thank God someone's done a bit of work this week for yeah. us for At this the episode. Atmos retreat. Atmos? That yeah. is hilarious. And it's at 1,205 to 1,207 Acacia Drive, Hesket, Victoria. Now, okay, was- hang on. If this is the work of script coordinator Chelsea, if you've put Atmos retreat, that is top tier naming. Thank you for that. That's a gift. But do you know where Hesket is? Because it is a place. Oh, how, do you, how do I spell that, Kate? H-E-S-K-E-T. Never heard of. Yeah, but I'm going to guess just from the vista, mm-hmm. I took a picture of it and I sent it to my friend who's lived there in the Dandenongs. Is it in the Dandenongs? Hesket itself is not in the Dandenongs, mm. but I do not believe that this was at all shot in any way in Hesket. Okay. But Hesket is actually just on the other side of um, uh, Hanging Rock. Oh, our, our way, west. North. Northwest. North. <laughs> don't, Basically, look, don't the, take the me other out. side of um, Mount Macedon. Don't take me there. out, Bush. Don't take me out, Bush. Picnic at Hanging Rock. That's where fictionally they were supposed to be. but It's an incre- incredible place, like geologically. Like when you drive past it, you're like, wow, that is actually quite a distinctive geological thing. Hesket is. No, Hanging Rock. Hanging Rock. Oh, Hanging Rock's stunning. Yeah. Creepy as all get out, but stunning. But in reality, mm-hmm. well, visually, con- they seemed to be in the Dandenongs ranges. Well, you're wrong again. Oh, nuts. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about the house. I don't know where the house is, Um, but Takaya actually tagged oh, the location he? of – the gorge he the fell into. Gorge, oh. and it was um plenty gorge. I wish they'd use the word gorge instead of embankment. Yeah, I like it. I like a gorge. Gorge death. Blue lake, plenty gorge. Okay, so and if you look at Takaya's Instagram, you actually see the behind the scenes of what he rolled off. Oh, a bit it's pretty li- impressive. Uh, and he lands on what my um son lands on at Playnastics. He's like landing on a <laughs> landing on a, a big cushion, which Crap. has got yeah. moving boxes underneath yeah. it. Crash pad. Okay, so where where are we? I'm confused. Where is that? Okay. Have you ever been to Uni Hill? Sure, have good discounts there. Yeah, DFO, yeah. Direct Factory Outlet. How, direct Factory Outlet. How many times am I going to shout out a DFO in these in these yeah. podcasts? Well, Plenty Gorge is out the back of there. <laughs> it's basically next to Peter Alexander. They had a Birkenstock store there. It's always shoes at those places. Yeah. It's always shoes. Okay. So I don't know where the house is, though, but now I'm looking at the screenshot I took of Atmos Retreat. They've obviously used photos from some website from I'm, wherever the house is. So I'm going to do further in investigation. I'm into dying that. that it's called Atmos Retreat. That is so good. Okay. That house was cheap as chips to stay in. So they stayed there three nights mm. and um, it was $1,320. That's good. That's five people for three nights. Cha-ching. That's all right. That's, that's, yeah. And those idiots left the um, the wine racks completely stopped and zillions of um, spirit bottles too. I mean, it's not like they were there long. They went on half a bushwalk and the whole holiday went south. But the view outside the house window looked like the Dandenong Ranges. So I Who knows? it's probably a three-location tri-state operation. I don't think they ever went to Hesket. Oh, no. That, yeah. They, also, they don't have gorges like that there. But as we've ascertained, it is in Bundura. I'm thrilled we have a gorge. Thrilled to have a gorge. The day we go to the winery, we could go and find the spot where... Um, and just David rolled tra- over. Re-traumatize ourselves. Okay, that okay. So look, I I take my hat off to the to the double bluff of having eyebrows McGee N- Nicolette's off-screen emotional affair Nemesis. with this churchy woman's husband. 
and then this so Veronica's been stalking them mm-hmm. and they go away to a safe house to be away from her and then she just appears was she like looking through a sunroof or something to I see Nicolette I, I'm so impressed by her do you know what my favorite thing about her is that so she was touted as this menace you know she's mm. the big bad and then they get there and she's peering in and then they all go on their bushwalk and Nicolette's left behind to have a little little me time on the couch and then um Veronica pops in just wants to have a bit of a chat just wants yeah, to just download like, her feelings mate you said you didn't know where Sasha was but I saw you talking to him and he, I thought it was you pursued him but he told me he pursued you what how does that make it how does that make it better Veronica. Oh, Veronica. She's yeah. like, he told me actually that um, our marriage was over years ago. And Nicolette's like, oh, my God, I just wanted 45 minutes to myself. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I do feel sorry for Veronica now. Like, lady, you need to heal yourself before you try and work on a relationship. She's got a lot of healing to do. Oh, my goodness. And, but, you know, like I know that it's a personal choice, but, gosh, there's a lot that medication can do for your love. There's just a lot out there to choose from. Talk to your healthcare professional. Um, but the Ooh. most interesting part of their conversation, Vaya, did you pick up on that? Yeah, yes, In is that. Okay, there were some um, tweets I highlighted. I'll get to them. Nicolette had a stirring in her loins about Sasha. Yes. I mean, it's not exactly a welcome development for this character because we love our lesbian Nicolette. We are happy to have this representation. And really? But, I mean, she's a screw loose. Yeah, but, like, welcome. Have it. Let's have her. She's interesting. She's colourful. And if you are queer and you find this a troubling representation, please share that too. Because I just, I feel like, are they trying to have their cake and eat it too by going, oh, we've lost, we've lost Chloe. Can we throw some fellas at Nicolette now? No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Sasha, though, mate, the churchy guy from church. Really? Often when you look at cult leaders, you go, oh, what did they, how did they get there? Yeah, I mean, look at Charles Manson, for example. There's just, there's a journey that people go on with individuals and Nicolette went on one. Okay, so. Do you reckon he's like one of those prosperity gospel kind of preachers? I don't know the minutiae of Well, that's of like Hillsong. Do you reckon okay. he's out there with a band and that's what got Curie sucked yeah, in? Yeah, 100%. 100% it, a band. Like we're not talking about like your Anglican church or whatever. I reckon he's out yeah. there like. You know, with a rock band and like stadium seating and yes, yeah, she went to a gig. She's just gone to a gig with Kiri. Yeah, yeah, hands in the air, feeling the spirit. Katie on Twitter, Nicola is a lesbian. Stop portraying it like she actually has something with this guy. Just because we've got two new lesbians doesn't mean we can pretend the first one doesn't exist. Four underscore neighbors. I don't really get this Nicolette storyline. Is she a retired lesbian now? <laughs> Poor woman. Look, I'd say she's been in a bit of a desert for ever since Kiri left. She's just thirsty. And look, she did say that a lot of the connection was over text because, you know, um, even that's what was funny about um, Veronica saying, oh, he's, he pursued you. Yeah, but lady, you gave us a printed thesis of all their communications and that seemed to be pretty hot and heavy. I mean, I think I'd like to read it now, to be honest. <laughs> You've been on book talk. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a lot of... Sasha's lure is in in the written word. We don't know exactly how that connection played out. He's the, the fisherman. Fisher of women, maybe. And um, baiting with words. Personally, I think it is, it is possible and realistic that you can fall for someone of a gender that you're not typically attracted to. But I, I actually think that that would be a bigger question mark over Nicolette's head than just a throwaway comment 
to Veronica. I, th- I feel like that should have been a bigger plot point maybe for her was, to explore. Maybe it was just the illicit thrill. I mean, that she must have got a thrill out of yeah. getting the sexy undies, setting up the tripod and doing various lewd poses. Kate, I hope you didn't have questionable thoughts about me because I just had a tripod set up out there to record myself doing a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, God. Have you, have you been going to church recently? It's just to do a jigsaw puzzle. Sure, sure. For, oh, we'll talk about that at the end, okay? Puzz buzzes. Oh, my goodness. Dismal yeah. failure. But Wait, anyway. what? No. We Puzz, tried. Okay. We were there. Rebrand. Puzz buzzes. Effort. Puzz buzz didn't fall off an embankment. Okay. You know what? Puzz buzz sweltered last weekend. Okay. Whatever. I just love that all Veronica needed and wanted was a cup of tea and a chat. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm here for the sisterhood. I'm here for, like, she just needed a kind ear and didn't need to be gaslit by old Fisherman Sasha. Fisherman's Bend. Fish, no, Fisherman's Friend. That's what I wanted to say. Is that the lozenge? Um, um, yeah, the disgusting lo- yeah, lozenge. Yeah, they're hideous. No, I was terrified of trying them. We have some levity from uh, Sarah, beautiful Sarah Gibbs in Neighbours Council. Uh, I think we all need some cheering up. So here are Nicolette's do's and don'ts for napping on the couch. Yep, yep. When you're having a little staycation. I had some thoughts too. I'd like to hear these. Don't go to a darkened room or shut any curtains. Do make sure there's as much natural daylight as humanly possible. Don't lie down. Do sit upright for some reason. Don't put your head in a comfortable position. Do put your head at the most inexplicably ass awkward angle. Don't remove your crocodile clip for maximum discomfort. <laughs> Do shut your eyes for no longer than 10 seconds. Okay. Crocodile clip. Yes. When I lie down, I mm. reposition it to the top of my head. Yeah. I can't even drive with mine in. Yeah. Have it, you heard the stories of horrible things happening oh to people? Oh, God. But I'll, I'll yeah, never, like, never drive in it now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I looked at her sleeping there and, that, and I was like, oh, that's that's bold because I look, I have gone to Airbnbs and that and had a keep on their couch. But I'll tell you what, if doing it sitting up is putting you really liable to drooling on some stranger's couch. Oh, true. And in jeans and a leather jacket too, by the way. Oh, he's leather jacket, deal breaker for taking a nap. Which my friend Jo, we've called her the dormouse before because she can take a little nap mm. anywhere, anywhere and in any kind of get up. Yep. So it, it's not completely out of the realm's possibility. Oh, look, I love a nap when there's like natural light as well. I mm. love that because I'm like, oh, this is a bit naughty. But, I shouldn't be doing this, but how, what a luxury to sleep during the day. Yeah, we're, real, we're rebels here at uh, Neighbours Pod. We just we just take our thrills where you least expect it. But I actually think when you're at a holiday house, you chuck your bags in the room, you get into some comfortable holiday clothes. They were still in the city slickers gear, you know. I feel like Nicolette's probably got the dud room. Oh, maybe, yeah. Someone would have the, the primary bedroom. And there were probably no air con in her room. I can, yeah. Darren would have had the, the best bedroom. Mm. Leo and Krista, the sister, would have had the next best bedroom and Nicolette probably got the room that may or may not have a queen-size bed in it. It's such a shame we didn't get um, the frolicking and um, shenanigans that we had. Um, Actually, if you follow um, Save the Cat script writing technique, it's supposed to be the fun and games portion. So when you're plotting a narrative... You, you know, you set up the hero's journey and the the quest and what they want and the all that stuff. But then there's this should be this moment of fun and games where you think mm. everything's going to be fun and great. And yeah, you, like the glamping on Bum Island. Exactly. Glamping on Bum Island, kayaking on Riverbend or whatever the freaking hell they did. Or like making out, like Kiri and Nicolette got together. So there wasn't really any fun and games. It was just half a stroll. Yeah, yeah. Where um, Leo and Krista were like, hey, guys, you're cramping our style. It's like, mate. What exactly are you going to do in the bush there? Go like, to your bedroom. <laughs> like you're going to go for a roll in the, the – there's no hay there. There's 
gum leaves and ants. Ledges everywhere. Um, possibly snakes. Certainly spiders. They were getting... Do not lie down in like leaf matter. They also kind of enforced an announcement from Krista regarding her pregnancy by immediately offering her alcohol. And she's like, not for me. I'm I mean, that's, expecting... that's Research was showing this week that there is absolutely no level of safe drinking in pregnancy. So ah, there you go. That's okay. my Dr. Kate. Good. Now, if only they can show her having a coffee and saying that that's okay, then I'll be happy. I love how awkward they were all like, who's the dad? And she's like, nah, we're not going to talk about him. And they were trying to canoodle, but. Why am I talking? I can't even talk about this. I'm so hollow inside. Hang on, didn't people already know that she was pregnant? Yeah, but I think Aaron was joking about it. Like, Uh, oh, I am surprised. Your sober companion did not tell me this already, (laughs) you know. Like a leaky sieve, mate. Mm. So Krista and Leo are off, um, you know, having a role in the gorge. And then the big surprise is that it's not Veronica that's the big bad. It's Eden, who's just scum of the earth. And he... Not a bad looker, though. Well, he doesn't really do it for me, but that's okay. Different strokes. Um, he looks too much like my people. And I get brother vibes when I when there's like a Mediterranean gent. I'm like, oh, oh we like, could be like related. Terrages, brother. Yeah. We could be related, but that's okay. Papa Papas. <laughs> Christos. <laughs> I'm doing the math. Christos looks like me. I'm doing the math lady <laughs> meme in my head. Um. Can you do a potted history of Eden in half a second? <laughs> oh, wow. He's a ne'er-do-well. Hang on. So he was dating Ho-Ho um, and they were doing the road trip around Australia and Krista tagged along <laughs> and, and, and Ho-Ho, Ho-Ho just became the chambermaid at a Darwin <laughs> pub um, and was the only income earner for the three of them. And then Krista and Eden um, would, you know, dutifully just bang all day long while she was off slaving away. Then after a while he just kept Krista in a dungeon. Yeah, I forgot about that. Eating chickpeas. Mm. Then supposedly he was arrested and put into prison. And then Krista's like, well, thanks for telling me, Victoria Belize, that my... Another um, failure of the justice system against women. Yeah, Yeah. my attacker is back out and um, here in my holiday house. Thank you. Surely she's rich enough that they could have hired a security guard. I feel he must be rich enough to contact like bloody John Wong to find out where the hell they were. Hang on. She's rich enough that they could have hired a security guard and her dad's just died. She'd have a bunch of inheritance. Oh, yeah. She'd be like multi, multi, multi-millionaire. She would be so much richer than Paul. So you think there's a threat out on your life from mm. the deranged eyebrows and you go, let's go to a remote um, lodging and we don't bring But the threat's not protection. against Krista's life, though. She yeah. might. Was she even aware of it or was she just like, oh, this would be a nice yeah, because- weekend away with my... With all the booze and my sober companion and his hot. She would have, she would have been aware of it because of the, it's a threat against the Tanaka Brennans and she's Tanaka adjacent. Also, I'm angry at all of them for going to somewhere with no mobile phone reception. Because oh, look, it this, was down the gorge. This wasn't is great. exactly what happened at Riverbend and exactly what happened at Bum Island. Stop going to places where there's no reception. What I don't get, Maya, okay, this is probably skipping ahead a bit, but when Aaron and Leo and Krista were peering over the edge looking for David and they couldn't find him. Mm. But then when we got down to where David was, there was in fact a slope back towards the gorge. So it's like he's rolled down to, you should be able to see him from up top. Also, Leo said, oh, there's a path over there to Aaron. Mm. Like, you know, chop, chop. This was so grueling. Okay, so 
Eden appears. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, David and Aaron have asked Nicolette, oh, can we have another baby via you? And she's like, oh, I thought you'd give it a go. Surprised you guys want anything to do with me, but okay. And unfortunately, my um, my wishes didn't come true on that one, did they? Because mm. I was like, he was going to do a quick and um, knock her up. I, it is a shame. I do wonder if there's any opportunity that they could have harvested any prospects. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll yeah. get to that. It's very quick how this went down. Eden's just there and suddenly lunges at Oh, so he's Leo? like, hey, so I see you're pregnant. Who's the dad? None of your business, Eden. None of your beeswax, mate. I'm like, it's him, okay? And how do, how do you even know? Like, I just had a big lunch. We're on holidays. Mm. Don't judge me. I've, I've discovered lasagna. Popped a button in my jeans. Also, she could have theoretically banged anyone yeah. in rehab, you know? Mm. In well, Ramsey that's what Street. We were hoping, we? We were hoping that it was one of the, the rehab dudes. So then there's a tussle. Oh, yeah. And Eden picks up a rock to bang against Leo's beautiful face. Right out of the Millsy playbook. Yeah, yeah. But then um, as – well, Darren turned back up again. Sorry, I just love – I just heard you say Leo's beautiful face a bit too late in my brain. Um, you made but, me laugh. Yeah, but then Darren turned up. And I'll tell you what, the bloody twin vibe kicked in straight away mm. for Dr. Naka. Yeah, uh, David, bodyguarded for his yeah. brother, lunged towards the rock. And, and managed to, I don't know, pull some wrestling move and roll off the cliff with Eden. Oh, maybe, wouldn't it have been amazing if it got back to Toadie that it was a wrestling move that they had like worked out at? Yeah, it's called the Dr. Naka. <laughs> the Danaka tackle. He goes over the side and... Holy moly. And then they couldn't see him. And then Eden follows, but who cares? So Aaron goes running down the gorge. Yeah. They get down there. I think not all of them go down there. Oh, yeah, that's all. There's just some of them have to be a bit slower. And they don't have any mobile coverage down there. So they they send Krista up straight away. Oh, Krista went to get the car. Yeah, get the car and also like ring. And find Nicolette, who's – Nicolette's like – Honey, I have to download some problems, okay? Mm. We are going to be in this DNM for a while. Whatever you've got going on, you sort it out because I'm not available. I wonder if um, eyebrows helped out as well. Because she was there when they got back and yeah. she was sympathetic to them. She had like mm. c- concerned face. She had healed. Do you think there was a moment of healing then between her and um, Nicolette? Yeah, she would have helped get blankets for the car and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway... Can you talk me? I can't. I can't relive it. Kate, you can do it. You can talk us through how it went down. Okay, so David's conscious when he reaches the ground. So we're like, "Oh, this is great. Okay, he'll yeah. be all right." And he goes because he'd already he crawled over to Eden and saw there was a lot of blood on his abdomen. And me, who watches like who's seen television before, it's like, "Don't move! What are you moving yourself for?" And well, he's trying to put Eden into like the recovery position as well. And then um, you met Eden, David. He's a dick. As and Leo turn up and they're like, okay, let's take you up to the car to Dr. Naka. And Dr. Naka's like, no, 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 this guy's in worse shape than me. You've got to take him up first. I can't do it again. You know, because harkening back to old fuckface who he murdered. Yeah. And it's not, um, it's funny that he just doesn't take a moment to go, oh, what are the odds? How are we back here? Back in the bush with a mm. dying villain. And this time he's not trying to kill my husband. He's trying to kill my twin. Oh my good Lord. Anyway, so. Go to the beach next time. No, not the beach. Go to the tropics next time. Not the tropics. Go to the desert it's next gonna time. It's not going to be a next time. God damn it. There's going to be okay. Bum Island So Krista goes up because they have no mobile coverage, which 
is common in Australia, I'd like to point out to UK listeners. I don't think it's this common. Well, it's in the bush Every- and it's down a gorge. Yeah, where it's at, it's a big country. Depends which network you're with, I've got to say. Who are you with? Telstra. Oh, okay. You, you are on the more of the country network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Krista goes off and then Leonaz reluctantly manhandle old, old mate Eden up the top and then they come back. And poor David's just sitting there, like slumped. Oh, that was eerie. And can I just say before when you said that David was conscious, I think that's when it all unraveled for me. Because in my head, I was prepared for, oh, well, over the gorge he goes. And they all trot back to Erinsborough and they say he didn't make it. And we don't, we don't get to see what happened. But I take what, what we did see was Leo and Az having no um, first aid knowledge. They were saying, oh, no, we can't do CPR because he's bleeding, which... If they know that, why don't they know to put pressure on the bleeding wound? I do enjoy that Aaron has never had to worry about this sort of stuff because his husband's a doctor. So I don't need to, I don't need to know any of this. Why would I need to know any of this? What if somebody had a heart attack at the shed whilst working out? Or I'm sure he's got other people employed to know, know things. He could do a day course in first aid. I mean, he could probably would sure. be after this. Leo must be feeling the old uh, tiger mum guilt for not having gone into medicine like his twin. Oh, okay. So they see the body slumped. And they go, you know what this guy needs? He, his dead body needs to be brought up to the house. Leo instantly, I guess it's the twin connection where he immediately knows we can't do anything. Mm. Um, and he sees that David's shirt is bleeding and he's clearly punctured himself on something. And those poor men have to heft him immediately come to terms with it and then yeah lug him up to the mm-hmm. house oh, harrowing you know what i just thought his spirit is now reunited with his old bigot of a grandma well i was also going to say that his um evil kidney oh yeah gone to waste gone to waste oh bloody rob rob spitting chips now yeah rob's like i want it back get it back from him yeah back at the house oh these reactions nicolette when they've brought him back dead yeah, that's pretty funny. And she's yeah. just like, what happened? And this howling. was just meant to be a fun weekend away. Like, literally, what happened? I was having tea with eyebrows. And then they have to drive to the hospital because they've sent Krista off with the car to take Eden. Why isn't she ringing an ambulance to turn up to Heskett? Which I have to say, Heskett is within mobile coverage. Quote unquote, no reception. Mm. I used to follow the most amazing aspirational. Instagram woman mm. who lived in Hesket and had the most perfect life and perfect house, rich woman's wardrobe. She even had like Highland cow and exotic sheep. Kate, as well. I will confess I've never heard the word Hesket said this much ever. Well, this is the only person I know of. The, <laughs> she, I think she lived in the swankiest house in Hesket. Well, this house they were in was very swanky. Yeah, that's why I think it's not in Hesket. Yeah. The line of the episode for me was Krista when they hauled Eden in to the back of the car. And he was in pain and she went, good, drove off. Like, this is weird, but I'm into it. <laughs> this is weird, but okay. And he survives because there's something about his spleen. I don't know. They fixed oh, him. Oh, yeah, spleens. I mean, they're not great when you rupture them. And then they have to drive David's dead body to hospital. It was so traumatic. I mean, it was a weird choice to bring up his dead body from the gorge mm. to the house and then bring it. Weekend and Bernie style. Yeah, like out of the house, which is, you know, it's like, doesn't really, if you're within an hour's drive of Melbourne, which it kind of looks like that place is, you 100% don't need to do any of these things. Get the fact, it doesn't matter where you are. No, the, the coroner will come to you. Yeah, you don't get, have to do a delivery. 
get the chopper. And also Aaron, like, again, would be, was inconsolable. Like he would Aaron's just. Aaron's dumb too. He would just want to be with him, stay down there with him. Yeah, I mean, he could have stayed down there with him. It's, it's some, some weird choices. I mean, it was cinematically beautiful watching them ascend the mountain or whatever, the gorge. But Well, we, David's lifeless body. Yeah, but I was inconsolable. And so it's really about me and I didn't appreciate it. So then they get back to, how were you, Kate, during this? You, What, what feelings were you feeling? Oh, look. Oh, look, we liked Akaya. Um, but... David's really annoyed me for years yeah. now, so I didn't really care that much, to be honest. I feel bad for Isla. Oh, my God. I am gutted, mm. utterly gutted. That scene where they essentially had told her, I think they must have had filmed this when their child was, you know, about to have a nap or she was tired or she'd had a long day because mm. she looked like she was ready to lie down for a nap, but it looked like she was crying because they told her about her dad mm. and so she – um, you know, Jane was cuddling her and then Byron was off to the side and then Nicolette was off to that side. And <sighs> You think that Tarage would still be kind of grandmotherly towards Isla? Because she why? was her grandmother for quite a while. Again, why? I've forgotten. Because she was married to Paul. Oh, yes. Right, right, right. I guess even more so with Abby. Well, Tarage, she seems to be in her... I'm not dealing with young kids era. <laughs> that's And yet she's the stepmother of a young child. You no, know, that's okay. That's no, is... I don't know. It's, it's, I, I don't think Tarage is built to have children around her house anymore. No, but I just, I feel like this is her era. She's like, you know what, I'm done. But why marry a man who has two children? Um, because plot. That's why we don't like Toad Rage because they don't make mm. any sense. Mm. So, oh, God, it was hard. So, Jane, I liked the speediness of Jane coming back in telling Toad Rage telling Rodwell's, hey, shit's gone down at this lovely holiday. Oh, and we can't contact Paul because what's Paul doing? Look, having a night of fun. Good on him. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, my kids freaked out when they saw it. Did they? Baby Madge goes, how old is he? Uh, what, in what context was she meaning she that? She was horrified at that his... old people are passion on. Oh, strap in, baby Madge. It's a whole world out there. There's a whole future. <laughs> <laughs> Good on him. He finds out. So his moment of connection with David during the week um, spawned from the fact that Dr. Ma was sus on Chelsea because she, yeah. or as I like to call her, the slapper sister. She found her napkin of secrets. Oh, yeah. While she was cleaning the up after her. Which one. <laughs> she was, and it's it's had a few more Chelsea Robinson scrawl on, on yeah. it since we last Ooh. saw it. <laughs> I'm double, embarrassed for you. Double Chelsea. double sided sad bitch napkin. And she Oh, and yeah, well, we skipped over the fact that like um We skipped the, over everything. Kara uh, paid the debt to Sadie because Yeah, that's gonna be a whole separate chunk that I want to oh, talk okay. about. Because okay. I I loved mm. a lot of that. I loved Monday. Mm. Anyway, Paul's getting a bit of stump action. Yeah, because we find Kate just like fast, fast, skipped ahead so swiftly then. But we find out that um, Chelsea's not good for the cash. But she does like a a nice lifestyle. Mm, The old adage, champagne taste, beer budget. Yeah. Dr. Ma is like, okay, well, I've got to talk to David and Leo because she's putting the moves on their father. And Leo doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah, but honestly, Paul doesn't care either. No. Paul's like... Oh, well. Yeah, so David warns him off that she's a gold digger and she only wants to, you know, roll in the hay with him to get some coin. We're talking about the man who's been married, what, six times? Engaged to Courtney Grixty. I don't think there was any chance that there wasn't anything to do with money there. He's like Jeffrey Edelston at this stage. He did not come down in the last shower. Mm. And 
he is delighted because he is so glad that David cared enough to warn him off of her. Yeah, yeah. And and Leo's like, so why are you still going to go out with her? And because like, I haven't been, nobody's touched me. I'd like in like over a year. I'd like to get my jollies off. Okay, is yeah. that all right with you, son? Is that all right with you, eight year old child watching at home? <laughs> Paul was just desperate for some affectionate human touch. And yeah. my goodness, he got some in room 505. Five, well done, room 505. Weird touch that Chelsea turned off his phone. She was jack of interruptions. She was interrupted at every turn, cock blocked. See, she's, she's an idiot because what she should have done rather than turning it off was actually while he was asleep, used his finger to get to open up the phone and have a good scroll through it. And while we're there, transfer yourself some cash from his ComBank app. <laughs> um. Okay, so no one can reach him to tell him this tragic news. So Tarej turns up at the waterhole and who's sitting there? We've got Ho Mac Ho and Mac. I think that was it. Oh, actually that is a very Hazza. that's a very strange trio. Was it Byron or was it um Has. Has. It was oh. Has Mac and Ho Ho. Yeah. Together at last. Ho Ho, do better. Find new friends. Yeah, yeah. And Tarej is like, Have you seen Paul? And they're like, nah. And then Ho Ho's, but you know. Staff gossip says he's in room 505, if you know what I mean. And I applaud Ho-Ho for seeing the absolute daggers Tarage is shooting them. Like, if you fuckers know where Paul is and you're not yeah. telling me. She knew Tarage meant business. Yeah. Which I'm going to fuck someone up if you, they don't yeah, tell yeah. me the information. And Ho-Ho delivered. And also, I think, like, Ho-Ho would have been there for the drama of Paul's ex-wife. 100%. Reaming a new. 100%. Yeah. She and Carl Kennedy cut from the same cloth. They yeah. need the goss. Yeah. So Tarage turns up there, bang, bang, bang on the door. <sighs> She doesn't even tell him to step out into the hallway. He's just robed up and he answered the door <laughs> yeah. rather than slap a sister. Yeah. Um, How can she afford the hotel room, by the way? Is it like, do you reckon it's like oh. 30 bucks a night at Lasseter's or something? Or she, I think she did it with the intention that he would cover it because she um, wanted to have dinner with him knowing that he would pay. You know, mm. she's like, I'm going to take you for dinner knowing that he would be like, no, I'll be paying. No, we're in my pub yeah <laughs> i have a tab open yeah she says and J both jane and therese dealt with this the way you're supposed to deal with it in mm -hmm. that they used the word death or yeah. died well, but she leads with i've got some awful news yeah which is you know setting it up for mm -hmm. him and it's about david mm -hmm. david's died she did stumble a bit on her enunciation on died though she could have been a bit clearer there but you know she was but emotional no, i think she told him in a really mm -hmm. um really appropriate manner yeah because you have to be clear because you don't want the person receiving mm. the news to be under he, any sort he's of... He's gone away. Yeah. He's under, left us. Under any sort of confusion, mm. you need the information to land. And I think it shows at heart that Therage, despite her recent dealings with Melanie, is a decent person. Well, she was just led purely by her heart. She just went, mm. and I'm not saying in a wishy-washy romantic comedy mm. kind of way, I just mean pure the guts of the emotion, like yeah. someone I love is, is losing someone mm. they love. And yeah. a, an invisible string pulled her towards him immediately. Yeah. Like, I have to be there to tell him this and find him. Mm. It was – that was really powerful. And same, same with Jane telling the others, well, whoever they were. She's like, I don't care who you are. I just got to tell a bunch of people okay, this. Wendy. <laughs> and she said, David's dead. Yeah. Oh, like, props to that. And then the trifecta was Carl Kennedy in the hospital. Some, somehow reconfirming that he was dead. But then having to say how, because they were all like, what the fuck happened? I mean, he was bleeding from the abdomen. I mean, it's, I don't think you need a 
coronial inquest into that. Well, I mean, you obviously do because that's the thing. So when they go in and say goodbye to David, so Paul and Az, and I'll tell you what, Paul is now reaching beanie stage of patheticness. Kate's saying this so – Kate's saying this like – and then they went down to the shops and got some milk. This was the most agonising few minutes of television I've ever seen, those men saying goodbye to David. Okay. Fair. One. Are you okay? No. See, that's (laughs) – I think you need to actually go, am I personally okay at this point? Because it wasn't that bad. Yes. No. He didn't look that dead, I have to say. Okay. I could have gone a little bit more heavy on the white makeup. It was hard to see through the salt water. But also, I did did lose a friend a few months ago, not to to be like a weird emo about it, but like it's very raw still. So when someone is saying the things and – that's why I'm angry at neighbours because I didn't. I'm trying to process my own. I'm coming shit. here to feel. I'm coming here to like listen to people make jokes about ceramic pigs. Like Paul, I want my get my jollies off. Okay, I don't want to have any the nothing, no other bullshit. Anyway, in what I thought was incredibly insensitive, they're like, "Oh well, coroner's picking him up. Come on, can chop, we chop, hur- off you go. Can we hurry this along, everybody?" Which I find that hard to believe that they wouldn't like. He's not getting. What are they? thinking that they need to test in such a timely manner. And surely they could come into the room and take the samples that they need. Well, I mean, obviously they're they're going to have to do an inquest. They're going to have to cut him open and that sort of thing. But I know bloody nothing. I feel they could have been a bit more sensitive to Paul and Aaron at that point. Yeah, but do you know what, though? The coroner has dealt with Erinsborough Hospital before. She's like, oh, those fuckers. Chelmsford. No, she's like, oh, and that day, and David's involved? Okay, no. Get him out of here. I need to know what the shit went down. His body was moved in a very suspicious manner as well. 400 times by Mm. his family members. Nah. The coroner's like, I do not have time for this. You bring him to me. We are sorting this out. Yeah, the the family are probably there, like kind of, you know, with a nail brush and he's cleaning evidence from under his fingernails. Jesus Christ. No. Erinsborough Hospital, do not give them the benefit of the doubt. Beautiful Aaron, though, going, I just, we just need more time. Please just give us more time. Oh, and then um, after, after he's gone... What does the nurse bring in? Or was it the nurse? What does? Was it? Yeah, his personal effects. Yeah, yeah. So it was a Ziploc bag of his smashed uh, phone. Yeah, smashed phone and keys and stuff. And and what does he find when he <sighs> un, when he types in the passcode boo into the smashed phone? And you know, just when I'm shattered into several pieces on the floor, someone comes and stomps on the remaining pieces. Are you? It's, you're it's, not playing it. No, I'm not going to play it. Okay, but there was good. a voice memo from David, which you're listening to, and you're going, "Oh yeah." It's quite sad because um, oh, he's, he's, he's like justifying why he did it, but also like, I can't have it happen again. again and, the, you know, I'm, I want to be here for you and Isla and blah, blah, okay, blah. The, the bleeding and heart. say, tell dad I forgive him. But the jarring part is from when the camera goes from watching um, Aaron's anguished face as he's listening to it to, to Kaya actually reading it out while he's dying. To Kaya's, looking kind of blissful. To Kaya's doing a vlog. He's doing pipe up. <laughs> He's doing. He's doing knack stack. <laughs> I'm sorry, Na- knack talk. He look. I, I think he's trying to look like he's dying, but he, he he just looks like he's he's really high. I mean, maybe he had something on him that could get him really high. Yeah. Um. That was. Well, you reckon he did a bit of self euthanasia at the bottom of the gorge? He seemed to have his wits about him because he. So in this message, he's saying, as Kate just glossed over very swiftly. <laughs> You know, I, I don't want to leave my daughter, but I can't do this again. I can't mm. put, like, be the medical malpractice doctor guy. What are the odds? Come on. Think of the podcast you could make, David. 
think of think of the publicity. Yeah, think Dr. Of the, Death. Think of the memoirs you could write. <laughs> you know, actually, you know what it'd be called? Sayonara. Oh, oh my God! Get him an agent. This that's running off the shelves already. That is so good. I'm so angry at David because I don't give a fuck about Eden. I wish he'd just fully murdered Eden. <laughs> I wish he'd just wrung his neck. I don't care about him. He's going to be a danger to Krista and that child, that fetus. Hook him up with the slapper sister. Yeah, it's a bit harsh, but yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell my daughter I love her every day. Oh, my God, it destroyed me. It destroyed me. The whole thing destroyed me. I don't, I'm not here for it. And then we're gonna, it's going to destroy us all next week unless they do a time jump. <laughs> oh, hopefully, we get it. hopefully we get a bit more Santo Tomato back next week. Can we please have flash forward week? <laughs> Where it just goes four days ahead, four weeks ahead. Oh, no, they, I don't think they'll show a funeral. I, I honestly think they will flash forward. Well, because they, they, they can't get they can't get Chloe back. Did they do that for Sonia? No, they had they had Sonia there because they had that weird photo of her and Nell at the at the mm. at the service. I'm like, did the child die as well? No, just the mother. <laughs> okay, so devastation rocks Ramsey Street. I'd like to take a minute. I want to talk about Sadie for a second because she's just gives me life. But um, she's going to be busy now, busier. Do you reckon she'll be? Um, well, she wasn't nannying when they needed her. She probably had a Napoleon Purtis probably had her doing some night school because <laughs> she wasn't there when they had the little girls together. Did you see in the council this week? Sammy No Pants shared photos of when her friend who went to Napoleon Purtis College did her makeup. She looked like she was like a gold Grecian goddess, she or was, she was like. She'd been touched by Midas. Or David Bowie or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, old mate could be learning that. And we're not knocking the skills of Napoleon Purtis when we reference it. We just think, number one, it rolls off the tongue. It's a fun thing to say. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was he was just like a really camp personality. And pr- probably still is and just was Eddie everywhere in the 90s. Just every man and his dog yeah. was going to the – Buying that loose eye dust. Yes, and then going to that makeup school. <laughs> it was like a rival to Mac back in the day. Yes. And actually, I opened something in my makeup bag today and it was Napoleon. And oh, I, fantastic. I had a little chuckle to myself. It was like a bronzer or something. So, yeah, kind of, it was a bit George Michael in the face as well. <laughs> yes. Okay, back on Sadie, at the, the start of the week, I just had such a good time at the start of the week when all she wanted to do was get her three hunch for working that um, make that perfume stand. Do you, I don't feel she did $300 worth of work. No, but... she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> because every time someone came to buy it, Chelsea came and did this sales pitch. Yeah. I don't think her presence was necessary at all. All Sadie was doing was um, holding up the square reader to take the money. Yeah. She's like, I want my $300. She goes, oh, I said you'd, I'd pay you in 30 days. She said, you told me you'd pay me cash on the day. And Sadie's like, my dad's a cop. And Wendy is like, tells the Sarge, go put your uniform on and come Love back. It. Love r- it. Come and rough her up. Mate, there's got to be some benefit to being married to a cop. I mean, there's a few benefits for the, with the Sarge, but, you know. The business no, I mean, benefits. You're into the 90s tribal tats, yes. <laughs> the yeah, so then eventually Kara gives her sister the money. She's like, oh, look, I've got no money. I, I've got a very expensive clothes that I'm not going to sell on Facebook Marketplace to pay this child, but this young woman. I love that Kara was just like, we have had enough trouble with that family and what the hell, why haven't you paid her for the work? That's right. I missed that little reference. The, there's another detail that we missed in our grief which was when she tried to suss out what Tarage's uh, signature scent is and Tarage's says, descent with a C. <laughs> Not like dissenting voices. 
So descent as into going oh, down. Go, going down the gorge. Mm. Oh, foreshadowing. Or decent. <laughs> Hang yeah. on. Decent. Imagine if it was decent and she's been mispronouncing it. <laughs> it's decent. It's decent. You know what it smells like? Taramasalata. <laughs> Who's got... You've got Piper and Imi going, oh, what are we getting mum for Christmas? Oh, something decent. <laughs> I just picked up my frozen Coke, no sugar, instead of my microphone to talk into. This is the state of my... She's interior, not okay. Interior monologue today. We're not waiting for are you okay day. <laughs> v, VP is not okay day. <laughs> okay. But what what was basically the ceramic pig of the week, Maya? Oh, the v- joy of our life has returned to neighbours. Vera Punt. And the fruitera. Oh, love it. Love it. Um, Santo D'Amato blessed us with his presence again this week. And did you clock this, Kate, plant rant? Santo's brother is a florist or owns a florist oh, shop. Love it. That's Down why. Down the markets too, mate, just like Santo. Yeah, that's Underworld what, figure. That's why he keeps coming in with little sprigs for his dates. Love it. I love it. He had some chemistry with Mrs. Punt. I reckon, okay, we've got to meet David Serafin because oh, please. he would have chemistry. And chemi- Mrs. Punt. He would have chemistry with my clothes rack over there, I reckon. He could come in and charm us all. <laughs> Melanie is pretending she's still dating him, but he's back on the apps and yeah, straight yeah. back out there. And that's obviously piqued Toadie's interest, which is pissed off to rage. And Mel- Melanie's laugh is given a, given a good airing this oh, week. I love that. That was like every time they were having a conversation, you'd hear in the background the... Uh, uh, uh. It's become her nervous giggle instead of mm. her completely joyous giggle. And to rage clocks... Yeah. Um, I keep wanting to call him Dennis now, Santo out um, at the waterhole with Mrs. Punt and she's just. What was Tarage at the waterhole? <sighs> Isn't she an alcoholic? Yes. Was she going to meet Jane there for a meeting? They didn't really have a reason why they put her there. Buying a traveller bottle of red. Hmm, we'll, we'll put a bit pin on that. Um, Santo and Mrs. Punt have, have quite a bit of chemistry between them. Um, Mrs. Punt's just been to the UK. And. To rage, like, stops for a few asides with Mrs. Punt. Like, oh, tell me about your dating life. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's been a long time since I've been on the apps. And you think Mrs. Punt would have said, you're married to Toadfish. Yeah, yeah go away. <laughs> but she's like, so, you know, like, when you met up with Sancho, did you say you were looking for something exclusive? She's like, oh, no, we're going to bang. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but Mrs. Punt was like, oh, yeah, I, I said I was looking for someone who wasn't going to be dating anyone else and she's like and that's why I'm here with Santo because he said the same thing yeah um, and it all gets back to Toad and he flies off the handle he's like how dare someone do the dirty on our Mel yeah well like you don't get to call her our Mel Toady because mm. you decided she wasn't your Mel okay so come the next day and the lovely Santo is delivering his fruit <laughs> box to Melanie again. And much like any kind of this, – this actually really took me back to mm. like when my mum – like when, when you still went to the butchers for meat. Mm. Butchers, notorious flirts, man. Yeah, well, from like um, the Brady Bunch, yeah. Sam the Butcher. Yeah, mate. If, you know, they can make a joke about, you know, giving you the finest cut of prime rib, yeah. that type of thing or whatever. A sidebar, the chess flirting this week was pretty good. Like you can mm. take me to checkmate. That's all she said, but that was good. That was a good line, Chelsea. Well done. Grandmaster, she called him. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Is that going to be like his new granddad name? <laughs> was it Drickin' she calls him granddaddy? Not G-dad. G-master. Anyway. Um, going back, yeah. So Santo's flirting over his veggie delivery to mm. the um, the drink stevers. Oh, man, what are they going to do about David's portrait on that now? Oh, God. Get that 
paint roller. <laughs> paint <laughs> roller. You just scrape it back so it's, peel the sticker off so it's Amy again. Just half. Yeah. Half of stickered van. Good grief. So what a great legacy for Isla to inherit. Or just get some AI, repaint it. <laughs> um, anyway, Toad's like, how dare he two-time my Melanie? And, yeah, goes off and clocks him one. I think at this stage the jig is up in these marriages, in, these, yeah. in, this, in this marriage. Like, come on. Come on. What are you waiting for, guys? I mean, we know what they're waiting oh, for now. But Toad had the immortal line this week mm. where he's like, why would anyone cheat on Melanie? Yeah, I don't know, Toadie. Why would someone remarry so soon after Melanie? Probably similar reasons. I mean, once you've had one taste of Melanie, surely your, your life has improved so much that you're like, I, I need more feminine company in my yeah. life. Anyway, Toad. Probably give him shit isn't just for that. Anyway, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, Melanie's all like, uh, well, mate, look, no, I'm when when not actually going out it's just that certain people were making me feel quite pathetic yes and i am not pointed the, glance at Terage. and despite all indications i am not the saddest bitch in Erinsborough, okay and i mm. won't put up with that yeah love that for her shall we do citizen citizen okay citizen or citizen of the week i need a minute kate i mean you can give out your seat oh my seat is to rage for Breaking the news, the Go, death news. Going to room 505. So efficiently, cutting through the crap, getting it done. I think it was like two minutes from her leaving the um, her house to delivering the news to Paul. That was incredible. Incredible mm. work. Kate. Oh, well, I've got a different citizen this week and that's mm. Mrs. Punch <laughs> for knowing her own worth. Yeah, great. Well, I've got to do – okay, can I do a bonus – no, I won't do a bonus – I won't do a bonus citizen for Aaron but I will say that he does – he does get a little shout out in the Brett's bits at the end of the episode. Don't turn off your podcast. Oh, and there was a bit of um, chatter in the council today as well. Yes. Mistaking Brett's bits for the fabulous Adam Richard. We we love associating with fabulous people. We don't just know one. We know multiple fabulous people. <laughs> now, a couple of, look, a couple of orders of business. Firstly, we have to hear from CJ. My God. If you thought I was a mess, I have not heard, I have not listened to her voice memo. It's a surprise. So we're all going to hear this afresh. Take it away, CJ. It's CJ. Wasn't feeling so well, so I had to send a voice memo with any chance I survive. Uh, if anyone's listening, my PIN number for my phone is definitely boo. All right. David said not to be angry, but I am angry and I'm angry at David. How could you pick anything, anything, doing the right thing, anything over a life with your child and your family and you know, sleeping with Aaron for the rest of your life. I'm angry at Leo because, again, it was Leo that he was defending. And so, again, he is a plot device and I don't like this plot. So, no thank you. However, this death did give us amazing scenes from Aaron and Paul. Absolutely amazing and heartbreaking stuff. I really can see this getting Paul and Therese back together. And, you know, eyebrows and Nicolette. Here they go. Future Vega here. I forgot to stop down and highlight my highlight for the week, which was Dr. Carl thinking meme was pronounced meme. Oh, Toadie's just sent me a funny meme. And Mel having to go, it's meme, Carl. Meme. Heaven. And now I want to, we'll do a little sidestep over to Patreon chat. It's a new month. 
and we want to do a little something new for Patreon, and that is to put a little micro pod together. Kate and CJ and I, when we're all here, whoever's here, whoever you've got, we are going to do Pod Squad group chat, which is us having a little natter like we do, solving the issues of our lives. But we want to talk to you, the patron, about any burning questions you might have. Mm. If it's like, what do I get my spouse for our anniversary? Should I get a ceramic pig? You know, that kind of level of life problems. Should I walk down the aisle to an iconic neighbor's song? Yes, exactly. Adds to that one. Yes. Nothing heavier than that. Nothing should I blow my life savings on a makeup company that oh, I don't yeah. know about. Should I not go to university and instead do an eight-week makeup course? I mean, sure, you could probably do both. <laughs> well, actually, Sammy told me that, yes, it's worth doing because then you can charge hundreds of dollars for like one day's work. Uh, instead of 80 bucks on Airtasker or something. Or instead of like earning bugger all as a hairdresser after having done a four-year apprenticeship. Right. Okay, good tips. Good tips. What, but you know what? If you're a hairdresser, then you can um, then you've got a skill for life, and you can open your True. own business and work all week rather yeah. than just waiting for the odd event. So yeah, that's this. Kate and CJ and I answer questions of each other all day, every day. Just like, oh, what should I do about this? Oh, this thing's due at my son's school. Oh, this. What should I take when I'm going to a barbecue and I have to bring dessert? You know, like all that. Oh God, what, stuff. what, what present would you buy for a five-year-old girl? Yeah, who, that, you, who you do not know at all. There's a lot of that. Here's my question for you. Mm. Um, baby Harold's first day of school today. Mm. He's already received an invitation to a girl in his class fifth birthday You're in a couple kidding. of weeks. You're yeah, kidding. Yeah. Theme being pterodactyls, maybe something something dinosaur related. That sounds amazing. And yes. fairy vampire. They are both the themes all in one. Yes. That sounds incredible. Okay. First so I'm like, well, first of all, he's, he has worn a vampire costume to the last Halloween. So, yeah, we're fine on the costume. Perfect. Also, firstly, citizen of the week to that family for inviting everyone in the class on the first oh, day. I love it. And, yeah, it was all printed out, had names written on it already, and it went into the little pack of, of stuff that we picked up at school today. Keep talking. I'm going to show you what you're going to get them. Okay. I've gone to get it. This is what um, baby Dr. Carl got given not long ago. Magneti book. It's... Dinosaur magnets and like a little puzzle, and you just there's a little scene, and you just make all the different dinosaurs into little puzzles. Hours of fun, cute job done. Dinosaurs, puzzles, magnets. Okay, cute. Well, look, to be honest, I went to a five year old boy's party a couple of weekends ago, and we got him a monster truck. Perfect. So, yeah, because I would never buy a monster truck for baby Doctor Carl, but he would enjoy receiving one. So if it yeah. comes into the house organically, you would never buy a monster truck for him. As in, we have. He, like, he's got one. Oh, we've got so many of them. They have their own tub they live in. <laughs> they're just like, they're so good. He's got a couple. We went to the monster trucks. It was fantastic. And this blew CJ and my minds because we're, we're like, Kate one day is like, I'm off to the monster trucks. I'm like, you're what now? <laughs> tell you what, I was, I was going there. Expectations were very low. I was thinking this is going to be like the big broken day out. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Roll with it. Lean in. Lean in. We drive past the thunder. Was it past the Thunderdome? We drive past that. And see oh, it. it was not there. It was oh. at Amy Park. So it's not as bogan as it could have been. No, it was actually it was the world's worst traffic jam. Um, mm. We actually, I had to get out of the car with the kids on the other side of the Yarra and then walk them over the bridge and a long way to get. This there. is the stuff that's in our Pod Squad group chat. Okay. No, but I get there. No problem. Too. There small. was no bogans. It was all families, much very similar socioeconomic background to my family and we were all there because it was sponsored by monster jam which is the brand of monster truck that we buy our kids and it was 
cars that we actually saw on the ground were like the real size version of the toys that he has. And it was very fun. And I'll tell you what, it was actually a ripper night out, I have to say. You went to the middle class monster trucks. I did. It's amazing. But you know, the funny thing is apparently now there is Hot Wheels monster truck show coming up in a month or two. Okay, well, I might be in the market. Maybe Dr. Carl might well, enjoy that. I th- this is like a Pepsi Coke thing. We're monster, we're a monster jam. Family. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, see, this is the thing. I'm like, okay, I can't even get into the right stream of monster truck. I, I probably wouldn't go to the Calder Park monster trucks at any stage, just because. Have you ever watched Upper Middle Bogan, the TV yeah. show? Yeah, yeah. That that that's is set at Calder Park. Yeah, that's well. that's my roots, man. That's yeah. my. So that's what I was expecting going to the monster trucks. I was mm. expecting Upper Middle Bogan, but it turns out it was actually just Upper Middle. So. Patreon.com slash NeighboursPodge. You can become a patron at Dr. Carl level. Um, I deleted the $5 tier back when Neighbours deleted itself because I was like, oh, we don't need to worry about that. So if you used to be a member at $5, FYI, you haven't been charged for like most of the last year. But um, I'll bring it back just as an optional, you know, pay as you feel if you are money bags. I'll call it the money bags level. And um, we'll put our Agony Art Pod Squad group chat no problem is too small. Should I take my child to the monster trucks? Yeah, Kate's answer is yes. <laughs> and dress up. <laughs> so, uh, oh, we haven't talked about Puzz Buzz. Oh my God, I don't want to. There's been enough tragedies this week. <laughs> okay, so Vera and I went to a. Hey, how about this? We should, could we put Puzz Buzz chat on Patreon? Because we've launched this segment is coming. What if we put Puzz Buzz chat on Patreon for free? Okay. All okay. right. Sounds good. Kate and I went to a speed puzzling competition. So go to Patreon and that's where Puzz Buzz will be for free. You don't have to pay. Follow us on socials, Neighbours Pod, everywhere. Kate. I'm Remude on Twitter. CJ is CJ the Hotmess Mum on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm Vase on Insta. And uh, Neighbours Council is our Facebook group. Come and have a cry with the people that are emotional and have a laugh with the people that are made of stone. Uh, take care. Chat next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, Brit. Hi, love. I'm Vera. Why don't you take a punt and come home with me and stick that eggplant in my salad crisper? Don't blame me, blame Brit. Leaving for this getaway, David might as well have had a neon sign saying, I'm about to die above him. It's been that subtle. So if they switch it up and don't kill David, bravo, neighbours. Don't blame me, blame Brit. Sasha's dick's so magical it doesn't even have to be in you to turn you straight. Don't blame me, blame it. Jesus, Maddie Wilson is on his A game this episode. Who would have thought that the lovable Trody could deliver a performance like that? Oh my god, we got the fucking sad piano version of the theme! <laughs>